millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to r slash Petty Revenge, where this woman gets revenge on a very pushy first date in the best way possible. How I got back at a pushy guy on a bad first date. When I was 18 years old, 10 years ago, I was doing the online dating thing. I live in the US and I'm about 15 minutes from the Canadian border. My date and I went to Canada together on a first date because I couldn't drink in the US, but I could in Canada and we wanted to go to a bar casino. He picked me up in his little sports car and we rode together through the border crossing and to the casino. We played some games and had some drinks and we're having a decent time. I got to a point where I was decently drunk and I knew if I had any more alcohol, I would be out of commission. I told my date I was done drinking and wanted to start heading home But instead of listening to me He went and got us both another round of drinks and handed me a big long island iced tea I told him point blank. I couldn't drink it because I was at my limits He didn't take too kindly to that and got pushy. He told me you have to drink it I bought it for you. If you don't drink it, you're gonna make me waste money No matter how many times I told him no, he continued to push me on this I got very frustrated and upset because I was alone with this pushy man in another country and I was very upset with myself for getting into the situation. We argued for a while and eventually I snapped and formulated a little plan. He agreed to take me home after I finished the drink. So I took the drink from him and I chugged it. We got into his car and started for the border. Now, it's important to note that this guy was very proud of his car. He spent the whole drive to the border telling me about all the features and how much he loved it. I spent the whole drive ignoring him and focusing on keeping my sick stomach under control. My goal was to make it through the border crossing at least, which was proving pretty difficult. We did eventually make it through the border crossing and as soon as we made it back to the US, I turned in my seat to look him in the eyes and I told him, I didn't appreciate how you forced alcohol down my throat after I repeatedly told you no. I know my limits and you ignored and disrespected me. I said I couldn't drink more for a reason. Then, while maintaining direct eye contact with him, I started vomiting in his car. I knew this was coming and specifically oriented myself to cause as much damage as possible. I threw up on the seat, the floor, the dash, etc. He was freaking out and I just started crying and telling him this was his fault and he could either take me home or let me out of the car now, but I will call the police if he doesn't proceed with one of the two options. He dropped me off at home and I never saw him again. Yeah, this was a pretty concerning story and first of all, fair play to UOP for not giving in and having that drink that you know would have, well, it did to be fair, send you over the edge. Goodness me. I mean, what are his intentions here really? If he's forcing you to drink, that's too far. Look, I'm all for a few drinks on a date. It's good fun. However, when someone explicitly says, I don't want any more to drink, you don't buy them another drink. Like, you just don't do that. Especially when you're the man in this situation. I don't want to, you know, bring gender into it, but there are rules that you just, you should abide by. And this guy clearly didn't. The fact that you were able to, to hold onto your stomach long enough to cross back over the border and get near your house before you, you did what you had to do is genius, I must say. It's very risky because I'm not sure I would have been able to do that in this situation. Downing a Long Island iced tea? Yeah, if I'm already waved, then that is coming up 
pretty quickly before I get back to the US, that's for sure. But hey, you clearly have better guttural control than I do. And an excellent revenge. Congratulations. I planted bamboo that overrun my neighbor's property over a security light. About four years ago, I used to live in a nice HOA in a small town in Texas and enjoyed having only one neighbor over my backyard fence. The plot was about two acres and the other side of the backyard butted up to a hayfield. The stars were beautiful at night because of virtually no light pollution. Until the neighbor decided to install an incredibly bright security light over their back porch aimed right at my back patio and bedroom windows. I tried to ignore it at first and put shades in the bedroom, but out on the patio, it was like having a bright LED headlight in your face all night. I consulted the HOA about adding a privacy addition to my fence to increase its height, and they said no because it's already at the 8 foot max allowed height. They said there was nothing in the bylaws or whatever about bright lights, so nothing they could do. Diplomacy. So I hated for this to be the thing where we finally had a formal greeting after three years of back porch waves, but I walked over and rang the doorbell with $20. I politely explained how the light was causing the aforementioned nuisance and asked if there was any way I could convince him to point the light down or in a different direction. And I even offered to buy him a case of beer, the $20, out of goodwill and even a new motion sensing light. He seemed nice and agreed to point it down, but after waiting a month, nothing had changed. I went back to have another polite conversation and he said he'd changed his mind and was going to leave it on every night and leave it pointed as is. So now for the petty revenge. Needless to say, I was a bit upset that diplomacy failed and started figuring out how to win. If the military taught me anything, there's always ways to adapt and overcome. So I started researching fast growing plants to create big privacy walls and reading through the HOA bylaws and city state ordinances about what I could or couldn't plant and if there was any repercussions for encroachment across the property line. I quickly discovered that running bamboo, despite being very invasive, would grow super fast to make the neighbor's house and light disappear from view and there was nothing on the HOA or state or city books to prevent me from planting it or cause legal recourse if it spread and grew on his side of the fence. The only thing he could do is cut anything that grew on his side of the line. So, I pulled the trigger and planted a bunch of golden bamboo which grows and spreads crazy fast in texas and grows up to 20 feet tall i didn't care if it took over the fence line because his house is 15 feet from the fence while mine was 50 yards away so i planted a bunch right against the fence and only put root barrier on my side to prevent it spreading into my yard Within six months, his house and light were gone from view, replaced by a pretty bamboo jungle row at the edge of my yard. Within one year, he complained it was growing into his yard via mailed letters, but they went right into the trash with no response. He rang my doorbell once and I looked at him through the window, but I just didn't answer the door. I unexpectedly sold the house and moved two years after, planting for a career opportunity. It's been two years since I sold and I just checked the property on Google Earth and his entire backyard is bamboo. Well, much like bamboo, that post absolutely exploded with over 23,000 upvotes. And I'm not surprised. That was just brilliant. It really was. And it just shows if this neighbor had just been nice from the start, all of this could have been avoided. I mean, clearly they're pretty inept anyway. They haven't figured out how to deal with this bamboo in two years. But still, surely you take the $20 or, you know, a good person actually just doesn't take the $20. They just say, oh, sorry, didn't realize I will change the lights positioning for you. Like, who really cares? Just a nice thing to do to your neighbor but no you've done this and you've got what you deserve great petty revenge customer said i must not know my boss very well i work for my dad 
pretty great story from work this morning where I got to one up this guy So i'll start by saying I work for my dad at his store I work the front counter and interact with most people customers. Also, I look a lot more like my mum. My dad runs a separate business as well But anybody who needs to talk to him for either business can usually find him in the office here So this guy shows up this morning looking pretty ruffled and asked if my dad was here I replied you just missed him. He's out for the morning doing a couple of things He was very displeased by this information and was acting very loudly and unprofessionally He started looking around the store and eventually came back to the front counter with a piece of equipment That he wanted to trade for some work that he apparently did for him before Keep in mind. I know most of my dad's workers and i've never seen this guy before I told him that I don't do any negotiations while he's not here and I can't just let him leave the store with something for free I told him that normally he probably wouldn't want to take that route But he was welcome to discuss it with him once he's back He looked at me and replied You're making a big mistake here and you must not know the owner very well Because he would do this for me and blah 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 I just looked at him and replied I actually do know him quite well Seeing as he is my father I told him that he could either leave or wait for my dad to get back He kind of looked up at me and was pretty speechless. I could tell he felt stupid and regretted his comments. He ended up waiting around in his truck for my dad to show up. And guess what? He wasn't going to do a trade. It's almost like I know my boss well. Apparently, the guy just worked like two days for him and then quit. Plus, the thing he wanted was way more expensive than what he was owed. Side note, the pay wasn't made yet because we are bi-weekly. I swear some of the people around here are nuts. But a petty, don't you know who I am, moments made my day. Wow, this story is actually very similar to one we had the other day from r slash I do work here lady. Nothing more embarrassing than making up facts about the owner or boss of a shop to one of the employees and then just, and just being told, uh, no, you're wrong. I've known him my entire life because he is my father. Yeah, hold that. Pretty simple revenge, pretty effective revenge. I love- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. After. And now for our final petty revenge story of this episode. My neighbor told me I couldn't put out my trash. So I put his vacation on hold. So I rent a house with my husband and two of our friends. It's a five bedroom house. Rent is outrageous in our area. $2,400 for a one bedroom apartment. So we found this house for $3,000. Not a bad deal while we save up to buy a house. There are other houses in the neighborhood like this as well. For example, our next door neighbor's house. Their house is a five bedroom house and they have nine people living in it. So it's chaos over there all the time. In our neighborhood, we can choose the trash company. So it just so happens that we have the same trash company as our next door neighbors. Our trash company likes us to have the trash out by 7 a.m. We don't always get it out that early though. And that's where this problem started. Most of the time, they don't pick up our trash until 11 a.m. So obviously, as long as the trash is out before trash pickup gets here, they can take our trash. The people living next door have three trash cans and they are overflowing every single week. They put their trash out the night before, but unfortunately, our neighborhood has raccoons and foxes, so the trash is always getting into. And last time, a raccoon got into their trash and it left a mess in our yard and they wouldn't pick it up. I was pretty annoyed about it, but I just let it go and cleaned up their trash. 
I did go and put it back in their trash can and they just sat out front glaring at me while I did so Here is where this incident started a couple of weeks ago I didn't get our trash out until almost 9 a.m. All four of us were sick with COVID. I was on the mend and feeling a little bit better, but I slept in and forgot to put out the trash at seven. So I go to put it out and my neighbor starts yelling at me, saying you were supposed to have it out by 7 a.m. You can't put it out now. I said, well, they haven't come and picked it up yet. Your trash cans are still full, so it's not a big deal. He said, no, that's the rules. Your trash has to be out by 7 a.m. If it's not, you can't get it picked up this week. I said, I understand that they want the trash out by seven, but they haven't come and picked it up yet. So it doesn't matter. So I went ahead and I just walked inside. I went back to bed and a couple of hours later, I get up to see that our trash cans were put to the side of the house and were still full of trash. So that means that someone moved our trash can. Our other neighbor came up to me the next day and said that she saw him put our trash can back. She didn't know the situation. So that was the reason why she didn't butt in and tell him not to. Now, our neighbors are also very proud about their last name. They literally have a flag in their front window with their last name. So I called the trash company and I said that I was Mrs. So-and-so and I needed to set up a vacation hold for our upcoming pickup. They said, no problem. We won't pick up your trash next week. They legit only asked for the address, no other information. Then next week, I made sure that our trash was out at 6.45 a.m. I sat and I watched and I waited for the trash truck and I watched them come past the house. They drove past my neighbor's house, not picking up their trash, even though it was overflowing. They picked up ours and the other few people who have them and left. Now look, I know I'm a jerk for doing this. You don't need to tell me. I may have crossed the line. But he also crossed the line by touching our cans and moving them and setting foot on our property. Yeah, great petty revenge once again. All I will say to that is like, how stupid and like weird do you have to be to say, oh no, they asked us to put it out by seven. You have to do it by seven. If you do it any later, that's against the rules. Like, that's not really how it works, is it? It's just like, if they're there and you haven't put it out, then then, then they're not going to take it. If they're there and you have put it out, they're going to take it. It doesn't really matter what point of day that is. Like, I don't really understand that at all. Why would someone care that much? I don't get it. Just tend to your own trash and make sure that it's out on time for it to be collected. Now, whatever you do, don't touch someone else's trash cans. Why would you do that? I will though say that this is definitely one of the most genius Petty Revengers that I've, I've, I've heard of. And it's just very clever. It's, it's an easy Petty Revenge, something that takes two seconds for you to do, but it's clever, isn't it? It's way less obvious than you going and you know removing their trash or chucking your trash onto their property or moving the bin around the side like they did to you. And they have no way of knowing that this was you doing it. They're just gonna be completely perplexed and probably complain saying, why didn't you pick up our trash? Only to be met with, you told us you're on vacation, which they didn't, but you did. It's genius. It's very non-invasive and it's downright brilliant. Congratulations. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash Petty Revenge. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more Petty Revenge content right away, I've left a playlist up on screen of my very best revenge episodes. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, drop a like. And also, of course, that link will be down below in the description as well on whatever platform you're on. But that all being said, I'll see you guys tomorrow for a brand new set of Reddit stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.